gobble. Fucking gobble, bitches. Isn't that how a turkey sounds? I don't think so. Welcome to the Tim Lee Turkey Time, Timmy Turkey, Tim Turkey Podcast. With your gracious and humble narrator, Tim Lee. Okay, uh, how are we doing this evening? It's great. It's a it's a wonderful feeling in the air. There's a feeling. It's Thanksgiving Eve. Everybody's happy. Everybody's wonderful, except for me. I'm miserable. I hate it. I hate it here. I'm actually working from home at the very moment. Working from home. WFHing, if you will. Uh, not my favorite pastime. But I could be on the road right now getting home. Instead, I'm here working from home. And by the time it's 4 o'clock, I won't be able to get out of here. It'll be traffic. It'll be ridiculous. And then I'm just not – and then I'm going to end up not going home tonight. That's what's going to happen. It's probably already happened. By the time you listen to this, you'll know that I'm not home. And I won't be home for a very long time. Um, I'm just kidding. Christmas will certainly be home. Thanksgiving's an iffer. It's like, eh. You can make it or you can't. Christmas, you got to be there. I'll think I'll take my chances this Thanksgiving and just kick it. Um, I don't need a fucking turkey. I don't need, uh, you know, I don't need stuffing. What is stuffing anyway? Why do we call it stuffing? Why is it um, called that? Uh, I'm, excuse me. Why do we call it dressing? I'm sorry. Why do we call it stuffing dressing? The stuffing is not dressing. Ranch is dressing. French French is dressing. French from Pizza Hut. Uh, the Pizza Hut has the best French dressing that there is, or that you'll probably ever eat, or you could put on, or that you could uh, mellow over your 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 salad and your onions and oh my god, Pizza Hut's French dressing. I think it has enough. I think it's probably got more sugar than Kool Aid, but very good, very good, very good pizza and um, dressing. I like to get the little personal pan with the French tray. You know, it doesn't matter because we're talking about Thanksgiving, not Pizza Hut, which I'll probably eat tonight anyways. Um, now that I'm talking about it, this is how my mind works. I think of something and I want to just start eating it. I think of Popeye sandwiches. I go get three. I eat them all in one sitting. That's never had this hypothetical situation. I've never done that. Um, I felt horrific hypothetically in the next day. Um, and then I eat like salads for four days straight just to like get back to like mentally being um, res- like mentally respecting myself into somewhat, but yeah, who cares about stuff? Oh, stuffing. I don't want to hear. Oh, my mother. Oh, you haven't had my mom, my aunts. Well, you, you should see my uncles. No, I don't want to see the stuffing. I don't need to look at it. I don't need to taste it. It's all the same. It's all filler bullshit that you could be eating else. You could be eating other things. You could be eating 1300 deviled eggs that are really good instead of putting bullshit stuffing. Oh, it's dressing. It's not dressing. It's bullshit. It's stuffing. It's, it's make-believe food that's not even food. Okay? I don't care about stovetop stuffing. Get it away from me. I really want to know is where are your cranberries? Where are the cranberries? Just bring the cranberries. Bring – if you want a turkey, I mean cook a turkey for Thanksgiving. Are we past that yet? It's 2020. We don't have time to cook turkeys. I was talking to somebody the other day. Like can we just grill steaks? Can we grow steaks and shrimps and crab cakes and fun stuff? Like, can we do that sort of thing? You know, bring some pumpkin pies. Let's make, a, let's make pie. If we're going to spend time on something, let's make apple pies. Let's make pumpkin pies. Let's make peach cobbler. Let's not worry about a stupid bird 
It's a stupid bird. It's a useless bird that nobody wants. It's native. It's actually native to our country. It's not even an American. A turkey is not an American bird, which is probably why we slaughtered it into oblivion and we're killing millions every year on a holiday. That's That makes total sense as to why uh, this turkey is, you know, it's a fucking useless bird and we're eating it every year and stuffing it and taking out its inside, stuffing it with dressing or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I mean, it's disgusting. Why don't we just cook steaks like Americans, eat shrimp, eat the sea, eat the food out of the sea. You know, I don't want to kill this dirty bird and eat it. You know, I get it though. I get it. It's just a waste of time. I don't like it. But you know, it's something that, yeah, but like nobody, it's something that takes a long time to cook. I mean, we eat this once a year. We don't love it that much. We loved it that much. You'd be cooking fucking turkeys all the time. What are we doing for dinner tonight? Cooking turkeys. No, we're fucking not. We're not cooking turkeys. Nobody's doing that on a weeknight. Nobody has time. Nobody's doing it on a weekend. Nobody's doing it for a special dinner. Not really. I've never requested a turkey ever at any place I've ever been to. Have you? I want to know when you say, I'll take the turkey. You didn't. It's a lie. We need to rearrange, reschedule this entire holiday as just having friends. It should be like July 4th, but festively. Uh, uh, Christmassy vibes. July 4th with Mariah Carey, Merry Christmas album in the background that everyone loves and everyone adores. That sleeper hit that she dropped. Dude, I don't care what anybody says. Mariah, and this is completely unbiased. I don't have any bias towards her or against her. It's all good to me. Uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You was, to me, as as an unbiased fan, one of the most underrated songs for a long time until it it became a thing to hear it every year. So everybody's like, oh, God, this song again. And now that's like a meme thing. But then she ran with it. And now she has this, resid- this song that just collects residuals and she doesn't do anything but play it and do maybe a few Christmas concerts. All right. We love Mariah. Um, we stand Mariah. We stand a queen. All right. Nobody sold more records than the top selling female artists of all time. Billboard just named the top selling female artists of all time. Don't want to hear Mariah Carey slander. I truly don't want to hear Mariah Carey Merry Christmas slander. And I absolutely don't want to hear anything. I don't even know where I was going, but anything else, you know, I even, I, I even deal with Nick Cannon being the father of her kids. Just for her, I don't really, I mean, Nick Cannon, like, out of all people, we had to go the Nick Cannon route. Granted, he's an underrated person, he didn't give him enough respect, he's, he's done a lot with his life. He was almost aborted, did you know that? He was almost an abortion, Nick Cannon. That's probably a good move, Mom. You didn't abort that multi-million dollar cash cow! But no, Thanksgiving is definitely more for, you know, it's for families. People love, people love Thanksgiving for the families. Excuse me, it's hot. Taking off this hoodie. It's hot. People don't, you know, they don't care about the turkey as much as they do. Let's bring the families home. Okay, let's bring the bring your side dish. Bring the mac and cheese. Bring the hot sauce with the mac and cheese, please. Thank you. Bring the hot sauce with the mac and cheese. Bring the cranberries. Bring the bring the devils. Um, you gotta, you, you gotta be real careful about the devils. Like they have to be good. Don't make no one wants your shitty deviled egg. Okay, no one's sure it's where they're all wet. You know, it's a deviled egg just wet, and you're like, what did you? Did you put these? Did you fucking make these in a fucking sink? I mean, good lord, it's disgusting. Were these sat in a bathtub for an hour before you brought them over? We don't want your soggy deviled eggs. We don't. 
Nobody does. Nobody at the dinner table wants them. So check your deviled eggs before we just go on a tangent here and start, you know, throwing them, uh, throwing bathtub deviled eggs on a plate. All right, next. Um, we love movies. We love Thanksgiving because movie, you know, movie, it's a great day. It's a great time for holiday movies. Now, don't get confused and start watching Bad Santa during Thanksgiving. It's just, let's keep, there's Thanksgiving movies and you want to keep them separated. All right, you want, you want your, um, okay, the greatest holiday movie to me, in my opinion, a Thanksgiving holiday movie is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. You can't beat it. It's one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. I'll never forget. I was about probably 12. And I mean, my mom didn't let me watch shit. I wasn't allowed to watch R-rated movies. I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music. I could have Mariah Carey albums. That was it. Okay, you're connecting the dots here. Uh, that was it. Um, but I bought Planes, Trains, Automobiles. I'm pretty sure when I was 12, from Saturday matinee over in Pembroke Mall. Dude, that was my spot. I would sit in I would sit in Saturday matinee. It was a movie store, VHS. Uh, DVDs were barely, I don't even think they were out at that point. I was like, I had the VHS collection that I ultimately sold off when I was living in Blacksburg, Virginia. I sold all my VHSs off for money, and I had some classics in there. Classics, some double-decker VHSs too. I'm talking Shinley's list, baby. Um... That's also on Netflix. Please take a gander. Um, but yeah, I am just obsessed with watching Trains, Planes, and Automobiles during the holidays. There's a scene where Steve Martin has – he's fed up. All right? He's fed up. He's, he's angry. He's rolling around with John Candy's fat ass. Sleeping in hotels. He's just, he's been wearing the same underwear for three days. The guy walks into the airport because the car that he rented to go home, when he got out all the way to the lot, it wasn't there. Right? So this is the fed up scene, and this is the most, I'm telling you, it's the most hysterical, maybe of all time in a movie. And he walks up to the counter and he goes, she goes, how may I help you? And he goes, you can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your fucking rosy cheeks. And then he just goes, you gave me keys to a fucking car that wasn't fucking there. I had to take, a, I had to take my ass across a fucking runway to come back here and have you smile in my fucking face. I mean, he drops the F-bomb maybe 30 times. And it's so good that I think it like, like jaded my mom into like letting me watch this movie or like just, I don't know, but I could watch that and I would just die. I die every time I see it. It's just so funny. So anyway, great scene. Um, I hope you liked my cameo. That was my impersonation of how it went. It's much funnier when Steve Martin does it. Please watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles this season, guys, now. And you know what else is a great... It Okay, if you don't like... If you like horror... It's not horror because it's actually a true story, but... So there's a director by the name of... Um, he did Facebook. David Fincher, he did The Social Network. And he did a movie... There's a, he did a movie called Zodiac. It's on fucking Netflix... Dude, it's two hours and 30 minutes. Um, I know you got the Irishman already lined up too. I know it's a lot of watching, but dude, Zodiac, storyline-wise, fact-wise, the, from the phone calls to polices and, and the, the scenes of crimes and the detail of the scene of the crime, like you'll watch a lot of movies that are bullshit, right? You'll watch a lot of – like there's, the Ted Bundy movie has been done three billion times by like shitty – in, in like a shitty way, unfactual way, just like gore. People want to see gore and 
they want to think that this monster that Ted Bundy was was a monster, which he was, but like it's so over the top. This is done like in the most perfect way. It's not distorted. It's factual. It's it's tons of facts throughout this movie. And there's a documentary you can even watch after it. Um, like crime scenes in Zodiac. Like the I mean, the survivors of Zodiac killers, like they watched it and and their their you know their hair stood up because it was so accurate. So Zodiac, I'm telling you, man, get through that. Watch that great movie. David Fincher directed. He also did The Social Network. Wonderful films, both, of course. Um, dialogue and, I mean, you can't even, you can't even beat it. Um, I don't know. What are some of your favorite holiday movies? Let's take a poll here where I talk to myself in my own living room. Um, but, yeah, it's the food. It's the holidays. It's the movies. It's family. We love family, don't we? Don't you love to walk into a room and be judged by what you're doing, where you are? The friends that come back into town, do they think you're doing what you should be doing? Do you think the expectations are, fuck them all is what I say. Fuck them all. Enjoy your holiday. Enjoy yourself. Who cares? Who cares what everybody else is doing? Who cares what you're doing? Who cares? Nobody does. You have to get over that. It's just a poison. It's a fucking poison, which is why rolling into poison, we drink. This is why we come and we gather. I love to drink during the holidays. It's just... I, it, it starts to get worse during the holidays for me. I can't say that I'm the most sober person during the holidays, but I'm trying to change that. I think now I'm going to be like a little less, you know, a little less blackout than I usually am. Um, you know when it starts getting bad? Like I was going to the liquor store and, you know, I've, I, I literally get – I drink Belvedere and I get the gift sets. They're like, oh, you know the gift set's the same price. I'm such a fucking degenerate. I got oh, – all right, give me the gift set with the free cup, with the free glass that breaks when I take it home. You know, like the if you're the gift set alcohol buyer, dude, you need to restart – reevaluate things, re- rethink things. If you're buying the gift sets and then going to Popeye's and getting three chicken sandwiches, reevaluate priorities and dieting. I just can't stress it enough. Um Am I talking to myself? I could be. It's all hypothetical when we talk about me. It could be, could be true. It could be not. We just do it in hypotheticals. You pick what you believe, um, regardless if you've seen it on Instagram or not. You know, just pick what you choose, or you choose what you pick. Whatever. Um, yeah, dude, it just drinking is just nuts. And tonight is the biggest drinking night of the year. It is Thanksgiving Eve. We're happy to be here. We're happy to be alive, and uh, let's stay alive. Let's not drink and drive, people. Let's get Ubers and Lyfts. There's no reason, literally no reason, for anybody to be drinking and driving and screwing around, dude. You can't screw around anymore. Dude, nobody cares anymore. Like, you could tell, like, you tell somebody, and I'm knocking on all types of wood. You tell somebody you got a Dewey or you whatever, you tell the judge, he's going to be like, you know you could have called like 70,000 apps to come get you. Like there's probably an app where your next door neighbor can like you beep him and he comes and picks you up. Like it's not even excusable. It's no one cares when you tell him you got – it's all your fault. It's not – it's something – it's so shameful these days. Nobody cares. It's like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Well, you shouldn't have done that. It's like you can't – you know, when you, you make a mistake and then, you know – 
you can't you can you can justify things sometimes. Now with that, you just it's just impossible, dude. Nobody cares. So be careful, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I ask. It's only because I care about you. I care about your well-being. I want you to be around for the next Thanksgiving where we grill steaks. I'm gonna start my own thing. It's gonna be a thing, dude. I'm gonna have a Friendsgiving. We're not eating. We're not. We're not eating anything traditional. I want. We're, I'm gonna do friends. I haven't had a friendsgiving. In I don't know how long. Everybody's all over the goddamn place. It's hard to get up with anybody anymore. It's like coming home. It's like, are you coming home? I mean, I. Pro- I mean, hopefully, if the traffic isn't too bad, yeah, I'm coming home. I don't want to come home though. I don't. I just want to stay here. But then when I stay here, I'm like, now I'm bored. But Friday roll around, and I'll be like, glad I stayed because now I'm not in traffic. You know, so it's like pros cons. We're outweighing them. We're weighing them. Um, you know, so. Here, listen to me just rambling on and on. This is going to be an extremely short podcast because it's the holidays. And all I have to talk about is, you know, food still. Like, is this podcast just not going to be about anything but me, like, getting fatter? Or what is this? It's sad, really. It's sad. Um, Yeah, what else is going on? Um, The Weeknd just dropped some new music last night. It's called Heartless, The Weeknd. And sounds like he's back to being The Weeknd we know and love. Like literally just snorting blow and inviting foreign women over to drink syrup. I mean, that's what the weekend's whole career has been based off of. And you know what? I have to say something about the weekend. The weekend has kept something that a lot of artists are losing these days. And that's called mystique. When you're an artist and you don't have mystique anymore, like a new art, there's a new artist named Summer Walker. Really good. I like her vocals. I like her whole new album. It's it's just all vibes. It's all vibes, and I like that. It's vibey. It's not poppy. It's it's R and B. It's fucking R and B, and it's so good. And then like I like got really into her, and I liked her, and I'm like, oh, I like this song. But she's all over Instagram too much, and responding to comments too much, and like being on IG Live too much, and it's like, well, where's the mystery of you? You know, there's a few artists that have that still, and there's a lot that don't. Um, Drake stays off. He'll post pictures of himself doing some fly shit. That's cool, but he stays off Twitter. He's not on Twitter. He's not arguing with fans. He's limited his comment section. I can't even comment on Drake's comment section anymore. What am I going to do anymore? No, but I mean, you know, you keep a mystique about it, especially if you're a new artist. The Weeknd, go try to find a, a Weeknd interview. There's maybe three Weeknd interviews. Maybe. That guy stays off the grid more than anybody I know. You wouldn't know his love life. The only time I saw him more, more involved in the spotlight was probably when he was dating Selena Gomez. And... um yeah, he was like ready to like give his kidney for her because she needed one or some part of his body. I can't remember. He made a song about it. It's like I almost cut up for you. When Weekend makes a song about you, that shit's dark. It's going. He's going to a dark place. I think him and Bella are done. Bella Hadid, whatever her name is, she's pretty hot. She's kind of she's a good looking model. I don't know. Kind of normie though. Um, too normie for me, if you will. Too normie for the weekend. All right. He's an ex. He's the weekend's a special guy, man special guy um i don't know him i just know from his music he's out there um this is gonna be a different this is a different sound a little bit i like it he's back though he's talking his shit i'm interested but you know like i said you know keeping mystique i don't know who else i can like say that about keeps mystique a little bit like doesn't really they're about to drop a project they go in he's the you know what he is he's the um 
Daniel Day-Lewis of music. He's like, he comes in, he gets into character, and when he's in character, you don't fucking know shit. Dude, this guy is so zoned in. He drops a project, he's booming, he's on fire, and he walks off, and you don't see him on planet Earth for the next two years until he's doing the next Paul Thomas Anderson movie or whatever the hell it is. Um, but I think Phantom Thread was the last one he was, the last one he did, though. That was the last one he's supposed to do. He said he was done after that. Actors are nuts. You know, it's like when Jay-Z said he was done in 2003. Good God, was that not true? How much money would he have lost if he had quit rapping? I heard an interesting theory on Jay-Z, though, that he quit because he was terrified of the 50 hurricane. I mean, when 50 Cent came, it was it was over for everyone for like a solid two years, maybe. Like 50, like, I don't know if you're, if you're into hip-hop, you know he came through like a fucking tsunami that guy was wrecking lives so i think jay was like oh i'm retiring getting out so he made it like cool and he's like let that settle and then he came back out dropped the trash album kingdom come i like it but it's trash definitely the i wouldn't say the least favorite i don't like volume two um so anyways that's that's basically what uh what's going on in my world and your world now that you're listening to it have you made it 20 minutes all the way with me god thank god bless you um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else is going on. Did everyone get Disney Plus this holiday? I sure as hell didn't. I, I don't think I can get it. I don't like my T I have one of those smart TVs. It's obviously not very fucking smart because it doesn't have Disney Plus app. So now I'm like, what am I doing? How do I do this? Where do I have a, turn on the Xbox? I, I don't know if that's updated to have the Disney Plus app. I want to watch Brink though. I need to watch Skater Brink. Disney Plus is seven bucks a Seven bucks a month isn't bad. I'd pay fifteen for HBO. And HBO is way worse. I mean, Jesus. Sometimes I turn it on. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm paying for the shit for the series they have on it, but you know, it's like it's not enough for some reason. I don't know. Not enough content for what you're paying a month. You know. I tell you what, Stars. If you want to subscribe to what has really good movies out of Stars, Cinemax, HBO, all those. Stars is the best movies, hands down. They never fail. Every month they come in with some new heaters. I'm like, yeah, all you need is really stars. I have Cinemax, Stars, HBO, and Netflix. Netflix, Netflix is good right now. It's okay, but dude, fourteen dollars a month. That's getting a little heavy too. All right, you know these these things you got to subscribe to. But I don't mind paying for my entertainment. That's one thing I'll say. But Disney Plus is out, baby. You can watch Beauty and the Beast as many fucking times as you want. You can show it to your children. You know, there's a lot of classics on there. They were talking about how um, there was they, there was an article, or Disney came out and it's already has apologized for like political incorrectness for like Lady and the Tramp. I don't know. They probably have some like black guys a bum outside and that was like stereotypical you know what i mean like i don't know i don't know if that's like what they're saying it's like whatever pop culture norms were then in 1950 whenever they did these cartoons like you know there's probably like a maid that's probably not white you know i mean like walking around some house and 101 dalmatians giving corella deville her next cigarette i don't know so that was funny though i thought that was interesting that they had to like come out and be like well we're not really like Disney, the most they're like known pedophile, like satanic cult 
like images in their show it has to come out and be like we're not pc sorry like that's what you're apologizing for you're not apologizing that you put like tits and rescuers down under that's not an apology that's apologetic i feel like you should apologize for that not apologizing that in aladdin you like there's some guy whispers i want to have sex with you jasmine or something crazy like those are apologies we could get behind i don't need your apology for being somewhat problematic back in your old cartoon days when Walt Disney was doing weird shit with who God knows what. Um, So we'll just leave that for another day and another conversation. Subscribe to Disney Plus. That's an ad. And if that should be an ad, that whole thing, that whole rant should have been an ad. Okay, it should be an ad. Disney Plus should pay me for it. You're all going to get Disney Plus now. You're going to you would get Disney Plus more if I told you that there's hidden tits and nudity and cartoons. You would go. You'd go. Oh. You know, the Lion Kings, they spell out sex in the stars. You're gonna watch it now more than if I just said there's nothing going on in there. Watch it for the conspiracy. If any, if you're gonna watch it for any reason, watch it for the conspiracy. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again. This has been a great podcast. Um, I'll be back next week. Um, should I charge this? So these, should I charge these hours on the books? I just did a whole podcast during my work from home day. That's great. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Happy Thanksgiving. I love all of you. All the friends that I didn't see when I came home. I still love you. I'll see you at your Christmas and take care. Bye-bye. Mwah, mwah. Goodbye.